Welcome to Autism Communication Toolkit. We are your host, Sherry Summers. And I'm Alicia McManaman. And we are two pediatric speech language pathologists. We are here to help you cut through the misinformation to help you shift your thinking about what it truly takes to open the door to communication so that you can take charge and become your child's best communication partner and advocate. Today's episode is sponsored by Step by Step Academy, a six-month parent coaching program designed to help parents unlock their autistic toddler's communication. Schedule a free 20-minute consult with us, and you can email us at Sherry and Alicia at connect-speech.com. That's C-H-E-R-I-E-A-N-D-A-L-I-C-I-A at connect-speech.com. Or you can find us at our website, which is www.connect-speech.com. Let's get started. Welcome back. We are so happy that you are joining us today. And as the holiday season comes around, we know that it can be a time filled with mixed feelings and mixed blessings. Yeah, so many celebrations, so much family and a lot going on, right? So many things to look forward to. But at the same time, it can also be accompanied by additional stress and can bring up some feelings you may already have regarding your child or regarding others' expectations. Yeah, for me, it's really a time when I have to be so careful because I can get so caught up in what everyone else wants for me or for my family. So it's easy to go through the holidays on autopilot being driven by everyone else's expectations. Yes, same with me. Before I know it, the holidays have flown by and I realize that I compromise the things that matter most to me, whatever that is, a slower pace, respecting my children's needs, more time with them, intentionally planning how I want this holiday to look like etc. And for all of you as parents, we know you feel the same. We encourage you to listen or to re-listen to last year's December 6th episode called Navigating the Holidays for some things to think about as you enter this holiday season. Yeah, we discussed some things there to think about and we make some suggestions about planning ahead so that you can intentionally set yourself up for a holiday that is the most meaningful for you, your child, and the rest of your family. So on a coaching call this week with one of our dedicated and amazing families, um, look, we know we say this all of the time (laughs) when we bring up our families, but really it is just the truth. Yes, it is. (laughs) Right. The families that dedicate themselves to this type of program are truly what we call the 1%. Those who are staying consistent and day in, day out, they're sticking through when times get tough through the ups and downs of the journey. They truly are amazing families. (laughs) And we get to witness it, right? Week after week, month after month, their dedication. And this is why they make such meaningful progress that goes so far beyond words. But today we're going to talk about what happens when words do come, uh, when they begin to come in in a meaningful and purposeful way. Yeah, it's so exciting, right? You're doing the work and now you're seeing that your child is producing words or phrases directly to you with a stronger and stronger understanding that they can direct their words intentionally to you to communicate a message. It's what you are working for, right? 
It's the dedication to helping your child understand the value, purpose, power, and joy of their own communication by using all three pillars of our approach um, that has gotten you there. That's right. So your child starts talking in words or phrases, directing it right to you, and you can't understand a word. And you think, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now my child's understanding of their role in the communication process has emerged enough for them to start using words meaningfully, and I can't even understand them. And it feels like such a blow, right, yeah, for our families? Yeah, it really does. But here is the thing. We expect this to happen for several reasons. Keep in mind that you have gone back to do this most important work at the place where your child needed it most, the place where most neurotypical children often have this solidified by 12 to 18 months. And when first words and phrases come for every child, they are never clear. Mm -hmm. They are rarely understood at first, and we don't expect it. So don't panic. This is all okay. The important thing here is that your work is changing your child's communication trajectory, leading them down a road to meaningful and purposefully commu purposeful communication that includes those words or phrases. So what does this mean? It means that you are now, like most every other parent of a toddler right. <laughs> who has had to struggle to try to figure out what their child wants and needs, even if they have words. Right. This is a natural stage that most children and parents go through, and even though it's coming later for your child, it's no different. We get it. Your child is older and you have waited and waited, but try to remember that what matters most in the long run is still... The that your child is now on a totally different road than they were before you began this work. Right. It's the road to understanding that their communication has power and that all communication feels good, including words. So what does this mean for now? It means that you are still listening with your eyes. Yep. You are still reading all communication and responding to it. Don't lose sight of this as words come because that can happen. Every single parent of a late talker has been here, autism or not. But if you have a skill that many others don't as their children go through this stage, you already know how to listen with your eyes, how to quote hear so much that others may miss. Right. So I, we know what you're thinking. Do you mean that even now that I have words that I've worked for, I'm still relying on listening with my eyes? Yes. <laughs> yes. The truth is that you are, and oh, how quickly we forget that. So, so often what we see is that words begin to come, and you're so excited that your mind calibrates to those words. And before you know it, you're back to a focus on the words and missing so much of the communication you were seeing before. Right. You're not really listening for them, focusing on them, focusing on how you can't yet understand them. So you are listening for those words. Sorry, Miss miss um said that but it's so natural just don't beat yourself up about it just gently nudge yourself back to your eyes on the long-term prize yeah catch yourself <clears throat> this happens a ton through the process right we say that to our families all the time just catch yourself nothing has changed your focus is still on the big picture of communication and it is still what will get you where you want to go in the most meaningful way possible 
So why do we say this? Well, for several reasons. One is that when your focus moves to words, you quickly lose sight of all of the ways that your child is already communicating and you unintentionally slip into old habits, which is typically more directing and unintentional pressure. Yep, it's so easy to do. So, so easy to slowly veer off track and before you know it, you are down a road you didn't intend to be on. The words and phrases will they will. They will keep coming as you do the work in all three pillars and you will respond to the words in the same way that you respond to all communication. And the speech will become clearer over time. And you will understand more and more of what your child is saying verbally. But the truth is that there continues to be work to do. Continue solidifying the foundation of their understanding of the value, purpose, power, and joy of their own communication. And if we unintentionally begin ignoring other forms of communication, then we delay the process without even realizing it. And your difficulty understanding their words illustrates another very important reason why you do all of the work where you do it. It is because as you reward all communication and use all three pillars of our approach, you are facilitating your child's understanding that they have multiple communication tools in their toolbox, not just one. Yeah, so they understand that even if they can't, even if my parents can't yet understand my words, I can use this body movement, a gesture, or a look with my emerging words to help them understand. So the more you continue reading all communication, the more you decrease frustration and enable your child to understand that there are multiple ways to communicate and to get their message across. Neurotypical toddlers who are learning to talk utilize many tools to communicate, right? They use gestures, pointing, eye gaze shift, bringing you to something. The work you are doing with our approach enables your child to understand that there are so many ways to communicate. And we all use multiple ways to communicate and facilitate others' understanding, right? I mean, we all do it. We point, we gesture, we add face and body language, even though we have words. Right. And this is why it's so important not to just skip to words when you're using an approach and why so many who have skipped over everything else to words leave children with so little understanding of their role in communication and with so few ways to communicate. So true. So what can you do when your child has words coming in and you can't understand them? This is a hard question. Yes, it's hard. You do what you have been doing. You read the context and their communication the best you can. And you will still get it wrong. And you will still not understand sometimes, many times, actually. And this part, it is. It is so hard. Just remind yourself that this is how it is for all new talkers. Yeah, the hardest part is that no one thinks anything of an 18-month-old or two-year-old who doesn't have clear speech yet, right? Most know instinctively that this is the developmental process and it's important to focus on the message. Yet because words have come at a later date for your child, you expect more and want more. It's totally natural. Yeah. But remind yourself that your child is exactly where they are meant to be. They are on the road to more and more and more meaningful and lasting communication that includes talking. So another thing that happens as words come in is that this is when suspected motor speech planning issues may appear. Or when you may start to discover that your child is a gestalt language learner. Or both. Or both. And both of these can feel so hard too because it can be difficult to have done so much work to get these meaningful words and phrases 
only to realize that you have another area to take on to continue progress. And it's okay to let yourself feel this. It's analogous to a long and strenuous hike with the mountaintop in your sights, right? You just keep going and going and you finally get to the top of the mountain only to realize that it's not the top at all. There is so much more left that you just couldn't see from where you were. So instead of breathing a sigh of relief as you move to a new level, um, discouragement and deflation can feel overwhelming. But here's the thing, you have done and are still doing the most important work. You are solidifying the foundation for all that lies ahead, no matter what your child's specific journey holds. Yes, because if your child ends up being one of the small percentage that have motor speech issues, such as childhood apraxia of speech, then it is critical for therapy that your child knows the value of tuning into others and watching their speech models. And this is something something they would not have been able to do without all of the work that you have done so far. Right. A child can spend years in therapy for apraxia, but if your child does not yet understand their role in the communication process, there will be very little progress. Yeah, all of your work has been and continues to be preparing your child to tune in to their speech therapist and to be motivated enough to try and try because they have the desire to communicate and to connect with others. You have been doing just the right work to prepare them for all of this, and you are doing exactly what you need to do right now. If your child ends up being a Gestalt language learner who, who learns language in larger units instead of single words, then you have also um, done and are doing so much of the work necessary for your child to tune into your language models. So whatever happens as your child's words come in, you have been doing the most important work that prepares them for whatever comes next. You're preparing them for talking to now be another tool in the whole toolbox of communication that you are giving them. You have been preparing your child for these times when you just cannot understand them. Sure, they will be frustrated and it will be so difficult to yes. try to figure out what your child is saying. We hear this from families all of the time, but as hard it is, as it is, your child's frustration and continued desire to get their message across reflects their continually strengthening communicative intent. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's so cool. So as hard as these moments are when your child is talking and you can't understand them, remind yourself that you were made for this. There is no one that can do this better than you. Yep. You know your child's communication better than anyone else. You know how to listen with your eyes to see all of the clues. So stay the course, read and respond to all communication, and celebrate how far your child has come. So the work continues and there is so much more communication coming when you stay the course. If you have any questions on this topic or on any of our episodes, please do not hesitate to reach out to us by email or DM us on Instagram or Facebook. We love to answer questions and share what we can to help. Also, if you're interested in finding out more about our coaching program, email us to schedule a free consultation with us by Zoom. As always, remember that true progress comes from the connection and communication opportunities that you create one tiny interaction at a time. And there is no one better than you to do it. Have a great week. If you liked this podcast episode, make sure to subscribe, like, and follow. 
Too few families have this information and it's important for them to hear it as early as possible. And to help us spread the word, please leave us a review and share on Instagram and tag us at our handle at Connect Speech when you do. Or check us out on our website at www.connect-speech.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.